Saturate my inside with your fire. Holy Spirit, I need you. You are my helper. You are my comforter. You are my strengthener. You are my advocate. You are my intercessor. You are my guide. Holy Spirit, I need you. Jesus, Jesus, the day he dressed Jesus, 30 years of oblivion, in three and a half years, his name was everywhere. A man dressed with the Holy Spirit. Three and a half years of his walk on the earth. Under the anointing. Under the guidance. Under the control of the Holy Spirit. Swallowed up 30 years. Where no man knew about him. Something about the Holy Spirit. When me and you permit to be everything he needs to be in our lives and do as he wills, he takes this simple life and makes you a wonder. He takes the little things and displays his greatness through him. He takes the disqualified by men, the looked down upon. He picks them up and he displays his greatness through them. That man may have no confidence in the flesh, but put a trust in God. Say, Holy Spirit. I need you in my life. I pray tonight. Oh, Shantalama, the virtues will be imparted into your soul 
open your Bibles to Isaiah chapter number 11. Isaiah 11. Jesus. Holy Spirit, I need you in my life. There shall come forth a road from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Look at this. They are talking about Jesus. Jesus, you are the branch. Say again, Jesus, you are the branch. I pray tonight. A branch, what does it do? It branches off. Doesn't follow. The norm of trend, the branches of. May the anointing that's upon the branch help you to be the difference. Everyone has been on the same line in your family. Everyone has been following the same trajectory. But there is a branch. So, say the anointing of the branch is upon my life. It cannot be as it has always been. I am the difference in this family. Say so I am branching out. Oh, say, I'm branching out. Say, I'm branching out. The branch. Let's look at what comes upon this branch that makes it different from all others. Verse number two. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Say, Spirit of the Lord. Rest upon me. I said, Spirit of the Lord, rest upon me. Come and make it your prayer. Spirit of the Lord, rest upon me. Say it again, Spirit of the Lord, rest upon me. Do you know what the Spirit of the Lord does to you when it rests upon you? The Spirit of the Lord. 
spirit of the Lord, when it comes upon a man, it makes you an authority. If you remember when you were saying your prayers in the book of Romans, if you believe with your heart, two things. Him as a Savior and Him as Lord. Say he's Lord. What does Lordship mean? You know it, simple English. Lord simply means master. To give you a simple picture, one time Jesus sends for a donkey. It was tied down by the owners. Somebody was tied down by the owners. And he said, You'll find a donkey tied down by the streets. Lose that donkey and bring it. If the owners ask what you're doing, who? If the owners ask you, what are you doing? You'll tell them. The master or the Lord needs him. They are owners, but they are masters. I say they are owners, but they are masters. When the master speaks, the owners will let go. Say, when the master speaks, the owners will let go. Say again, when the master speaks, the owners will let go. The spirit of the Lord, when it comes upon your life, that's what begins to happen to you. Owners. Because they recognize something on your life. This is one of the sevenfold manifestation of the Spirit upon any believer. That when the Spirit of the Lord is upon you, who is really the Holy Spirit but manifesting as the Spirit of the Lord? When you walk into a place, everything submits to you. You carry what we call the oil of dominion. The Spirit of the Lord rests upon me. When Jesus began to speak in the tabernacle or in the temple or whatever a synagogue, the Bible says the demons began to scream, Sir, we know you. The anointing of Lordship, when it's upon your life, every opposition submits to you. Say, Spirit of the Lord, rest upon me. The Bible says he prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemy. 
There is a dimension of that lordship anointing. When it rests upon your life, God does not remove your enemies, but He paralyzes them. They watch you as you feast on the goodness of the Lord. Oh Lord, help me. Say, Spirit of the Lord, rest upon me. Say again, Spirit of the Lord, rest upon me. This is one of the sevenfold manifestations of the Spirit of the Lord. I told people here, I don't know it was Friday morning dew. I think it was Friday morning dew. Jesus sent Jesus sends his disciples say you go and he climbs a mountain and he prays until around 3 a.m. Then the Bible says while he was praying the disciples were fighting with the wind that was contrary to them. In other words, there were storms. At that 3 a.m. time, whom did they see? They say, Jesus, what is he doing? He's walking on the storm. Ah, Holy Spirit, help us. These people began their journey about nine hours before Jesus. Because it was evening when Jesus released them. He climbed the mountain. He prayed until 3 a.m. The Bible says, what watch of the night? The fourth. Jesus comes. He's walking on the very sea, the very storm that is fighting his disciple from getting to the other side. He is walking against the very wind that is opposing the disciple from arriving to the other side. They began their journey nine hours before he started. But he caught up with them before they arrived to the soul. What kind of anointing is that? Say the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He walked on the water. He found them struggling. The Bible says he was even about to pass them. He was about to pass them. Say, there is an anointing that defies wind, that defies storm. Now listen, the point I want to bring home is this. Jesus did not come the storm. He didn't stop the wind. Say, keep blowing. You wait, keep coming. You can't stop me from moving. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. He walked. How do I know? Because when he asked Peter to come, the Bible says Peter began to walk. But when Peter saw the storm, so the storm was there. I say the storm was there. But it didn't stop Jesus from moving. 
Say the anointing of lordship. That's when nature cooperates with you. The spirit of the Lord. That is a manifestation of one of the sevenfold spirit of the Holy Spirit. The Lordship. The Lordship. And the Bible tells us when Jesus jumped in the boat, what happened? The Bible says immediately. What happened? That means when Jesus entered the boat, the disciples had to recover their lost time by the boat, zooming. I don't know what happened, but they found themselves. Immediately, they found themselves. The stories in the book of John, leave that one alone. Praise the Lord. Amen. There are many, many stories. Immediately, there is an anointing called the anointing of Lordship. It's one of the anointing that when the rest upon a man, you recover lost time. Say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Say it again. Say, the Spirit of the Lord is what? Is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. come to realize something has just dropped in my spirit. The highest level of faith is not when is not exhibited when Jesus touches you. The highest level of faith is exhibited when he speaks the word and you act on that word. Two things happen here. Jesus spoke the word. Peter walked on the word. Fear struck him. He began to sing. He cried, Lord. He stretched his hand and lifted him. And he said, Why did you doubt? Little faith requires human touch. Great faith acts on the word. Little faith touch me, Pastor. Great faith, it is well. You believe and you see it happening in your life. Am I communicating to you? Say the Spirit of the Lord is an anointing of dominion that makes me reign in the presence of my enemies. They can do nothing. They are there. God doesn't kill them. God doesn't kill all the enemies. He just paralyzes them. They watch you. Number two, what spirit? The spirit of wisdom. Spirit of wisdom. Say, spirit of wisdom. Dress me up. Say it again, spirit of wisdom. Dress me up. That is the second manifestation of who? The Holy Spirit manifests in your life as the Spirit. It's not wisdom. It is the Spirit of wisdom. It is, not, it is not of man. It is of the Holy Spirit. One time, 
Jesus made a statement. He said, when you stand before judges, when they have brought you before men, he said, do not premeditate on what you will say. He said, at that moment, your father will give you a mouth, a wisdom that your enemies will not be able to resist. He doesn't say God will remove the enemy. Say, but what will come out of your mouth will silence your enemies. That very hour, that very moment, it is not something you rehearse. No. It is an can I say, a manifestation of the wisdom of the Holy Spirit that flows through you. Even you, when you are done, you ask yourself, how did I get this? Say, Spirit of Wisdom, I give you permission to find expression through my life. Spirit of Wisdom. Spirit of Wisdom. Did you hear what the Lord said in the book of Isaiah? He said, my ways, you just stay there. He said, my ways are not what? Your ways. What are the ways of the Lord? The ways of the Lord is the wisdom of God. Let me give you a simple example in the scriptures to make you understand this. So that you desire this manifestation in your life. You heard me say this before. Scripturally we know, I know that many other people Jesus healed. But there are how many three blind men that Jesus did what? That Jesus healed. One was Badimaeus. One was the man born blind. Then the other one also people walking like trees. They were all blind. They were all blind. How did Jesus heal Bartimaeus? He spoke to him. He said, what do you want? He said, I want my sight. Please get what I'm saying. And he said, you want your sight? Receive your sight. What happened to him? He received his sight. Number two, he finds a man. The Bible says, he took him out of the city. What did he do? He took him out of the city. And he laid hands on him. Prayed the first time. What did he say? I see men like what? Like trees. He prayed again. And he saw clearly. And he told him, don't go back in that city. Say, neighbor, there are certain cities that blind people Please don't go back there. The third was the man who was born blind. That's the man. He spat on the ground, formed the eyeballs, put it in his socket, and told him to go and wash. Do you see the wisdom of God in solving the same problem? What is the problem? Blindness. How many ways did you use? Three. So the wisdom of God, when it comes to you, it shows you the different ways of solving the same problem. I hope I'm communicating to you. 
Why didn't Jesus apply the same formula? It wouldn't work. That's why you need the wisdom. Because if the same formula would be working all the way through, none of us here would be poor. Because we applied the same principle. How many people have read books? How to be rich? You have read those books? Eh? How to be rich? The richest man in Babylon. I read that one. And you did everything by the book. And you came out flat. Somebody say, because there is a spirit that backs every principle. You take the spirit out of the principle, you'll be ashamed. The Holy Spirit. I need your wisdom. That's why it is very dangerous to borrow, to climb the fence and see how your neighbor is solving the problem. Then you bring it in your compound. You'll be amazed at how many more problems you'll create for yourself. Say, I need the wisdom of God. The different ways of solving the same problem. There are different causes of toothache. Not every toothache requires plucking out. But for you, you have to do this. Come. Everyone, the tooth out, tooth out, tooth out. I'm communicating to you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Say, I need the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. That's why when your uncles, bishop, try to cast out the devil, what the devil do? Mm, we're not going. Until Jesus revealed to them. If they had that insight, they wouldn't be troubled. So, the spirit of wisdom gives you insight. Depth into the issues that to the surface, normal man wouldn't see. Ah, Lord, help me. Say, I need the spirit of wisdom. Am I communicating to you? The spirit. Now, this thing, you apply them every day of your life. I'm not telling you something we are going to use in heaven. Say, I need it here. But because we are human beings, we are so used. Everything that comes like, say, no, this is how we did it at that time. No. So we stop leaning on the wisdom of the Spirit. We lean on experience. And we forfeit victories. Yet he has been given to us. To show us the different ways. As I said, what is the wisdom of God? The different ways of the way God does his stuff. The Bible says Moses knew the ways of God. The children of Israel knew the acts of God. Say, Holy Spirit, dress me with your wisdom. You will be a... This one is not studied. Read the story of Stephen. The Bible says when Stephen began to speak in Acts chapter 7, 
his enemies could not resist him. Read about Joseph when Pharaoh heard about Joseph. He said, bring him out of prison. When he brought Joseph out of prison, what did Joseph do? He interpreted the dream of Pharaoh. But that's not what made Joseph to be raised. Anybody can interpret a dream and tell you whatever they think. He's a very good, he said, this one means a lorry means what? Ministry. A car means what? A small ministry. A bicycle means a smaller ministry. They can tell you everything they want to tell you. And you go with it. Hmm. Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dream. But what they needed was a solution to what was coming. And Joseph, who had never been to Harvard Business School or London School of Economics, told the king, you know, let us save 5% for the next seven years. And the king said, he has the spirit of God. You're number two today. He dismissed all the prime ministers. You're number two on my throne. I've been sitting with jokers here. These advisors, you are the man. Number two. Why? A display of the wisdom of God. Many of the promotion believers will get in their place of work. It's not going to come by ordinary wisdom. The Spirit of the Lord wants to express Himself through you. That you provide solution to the challenges that your company has been having for years that even the CEO didn't have an idea about. And he said, my God, that is how God wants to lift the heads of his children in their workplaces. Say, Spirit of Wisdom, rest upon me. Say it again, Spirit of Wisdom, rest upon me. Say it again, Spirit of Wisdom, rest upon me. But you must desire these manifestations in your life if you want to see them. You must desire them. When you walk to your place of work, don't just go with the only knowledge you had. Hmm? From Macquarie University. Moves. You see, that is ordinary. Why did Daniel stand out? Tell me why. Read the Bible. The Bible says that the king found Daniel ten times wiser. But when they were choosing them, they were at the same level. Daniel reigned through three kings because of the wisdom of God. They used to say, the Spirit of God is in him. There is a wisdom that reveals the Spirit of God in you. That is the wisdom for your workplace. That is the wisdom for your business. That is the wisdom to run the affairs of your life. Say, the Spirit of wisdom rests upon me. That's what you need to activate right now. Activate that. It is for your advantage. Oh, Lord, help these people. Did you hear what the Bible says? That it is better that I do what? That I go. It is to your advantage that I go. The Holy Spirit is the only advantage you have in your workplace. The Holy Spirit is the advantage you have in that business. But you know what? You call him a silent partner. He's silent. Now, this silent Holy Spirit of yours, I don't understand it. Mine is noisy. See, the Holy Spirit... Say, Holy Spirit, begin to speak. Say, begin to speak. Begin to speak. How can we have the greatest wisdom residing inside us and we are stranded? No, 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 no. No, it is wrong. Since it is wrong, 
Am I communicating to you? This thing is not for the pulpit. How many of you are going to preach? If you are all going to be preachers, who is going to be a congregation? I have my friend there. He's a magistrate. I've just seen him. All the way from Kabbalah. I'm telling you the truth. There is a level of wisdom. That when you stand in that court. Oh. Do you remember your uncle? Solomon. In which book? Which subsection? You tell me. Written there. Hmm? Subsection 2. Those things they say there. According to the law of Uganda, subsection 2, and there's another subsection. There are many subsections, subsections. Then you come with the last section. Praise the Lord. They do those things to confuse us. Are you hearing me? Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Hallelujah. There was nothing in the law, Alex. Solomon. They brought a baby. They need to share. The other one died because the mother slept over it. The other one, was, the one got up and picked their baby and put it. That's how wicked the world is. Some of you, you know, at your place of work, people are taking credit for the things you have done. You work so hard and somebody says, it is me. And there's nothing you can say. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. You know what happened? So they say, can you take it? Take it. It is mine. It is mine. Solomon said, no. This one here. There is nothing in the law that can help me. He said, kill. Give the baby. Divide the baby into two. Then the mother of the baby said, no. Give it to her. And Solomon said, that is hers. And the Bible says, that is the wisdom that sold Solomon all over the world. Because everyone, honorable, was making judgment according to the word. To the book. But this one dropped out of heaven. There is a solution you bring in your place of work. It is not in the books. It is not in the book. This wisdom is not for the pulpit. It is for where you are. I say it is for where you are. But you need to engage him. Say spirit of wisdom. Rest upon me. As you walk out of your house. Invoke the wisdom of God over your life. Different ways of solving the problem. They have tried everything they know in the books, not nothing. And the Holy Spirit can enlighten you. Before you know it, you're the managing director. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. But don't stop coming to church because you're the managing director. Because that's the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say the wisdom of God. What does the Spirit of the Lord do? What does the Spirit of the Lord do? <laughs> I just preached a few seconds ago. It is gone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. <laughs> I say, when the Spirit of the Lord rests upon a man, you get my point. What happens to your position? They submit. You arrive in that place. They recognize you. See, when a lion roars, all the animals in the jungle know there's someone in the house. One of the anointing of Jesus is it's called a lion of Judah. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. 
Say the anointing of Lordship. Command submission. Everywhere I go. Say the anointing of wisdom. What does it do? Command submission. That's why now I think I need to teach the same thing seven times before I run. What does wisdom do? It's solving problems. They are knowing to do what? To solve problems. That's the wisdom. Number two. Number three. What spirit? The spirit of understanding. An anointing that makes you explain things to people and they get it. It's called the spirit of understanding. Have you ever been to school? And the math teacher explains and explains and you see nothing. <laughs> then they bring another teacher. Say, this is very simple. There's an anointing called anointing or what? For understanding. Say, Holy Spirit, anoint me with the spirit of understanding. What is understanding? How things work. That's understanding. Understanding how things work. You get to know how things work. That's number three. Number four. What spirit? The spirit of what? Of counsel. You see the president has so many advisors. That's why we are where we are. Say Holy Spirit help me. Say Holy Spirit help me. These advisors, I don't know where they're coming from. <laughs> they are spirit of counsel. Who doesn't know counsel? Hey, blessed is the man who does not do it. Stand in the way of sinners. Or get the counsel from what? The ungodly, no walks. Or sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight in the word of the Lord. What does he do? He meditates therein, day and night. I shall liken him unto a tree that is planted by. What happened to such a man? He is producing results every season. And everything he touches prospers. Say the spirit of counsel. Rest upon me. Do you remember when Moses was overwhelmed because of the he had the biggest church in the wilderness, two point five million people, and they were all like children. How do I know? Because by the time grown up people with children, if you are fifty years old and you are crying for meat with tears, there's something wrong with you. Praise the Lord. They woke up one day, told Moses, we want fish. See, they buy one fish. We want garlic. We want onion. We want what? We want cabbage. Big people like you. Look at neighbors and neighbor. Do you want cabbage? I'm just that food. Big people. And Moses told God, ah, this congregation, 
I'm tired. He said, if you love me, kill me. Pastor Moses said, do what? Kill me. This one is impossible. <laughs> it's too much. And God, there was his in-law. He saw something there. He said, Moses, the way you are behaving, the way you are doing, you will die young. You, these guys here will wear you out. Choose what? People will help you. He got counsel. Later on, when you read the Bible, God gives the same counsel to Moses. The spirit of counsel, when it comes upon your life, it makes your life easy. The spirit of counsel, rest upon me. Makes your life easy. Number five. What spirit? The spirit of mind. This is the one we like so much. The spirit of of might. Somebody say might. Strength. Power. When that anointing is upon you, when that spirit is upon you, you are refurnished with strength. Supernaturally, strength empowers you both physically and what? And spiritually. Say spirit of might. Rest upon me. There's a reason why I'm telling you these things. The next is what? The spirit of knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. Spirit of knowledge. What is knowledge? Information. Is a knowledge information? Hey. But there is another kind of knowledge I'm talking about here. But the Holy Spirit can invite you with intel that nobody knows. That is the kind of it is, the Bible says <clears throat> one time Jesus, he reads in the book of John I think chapter 1 Hey, they told him we have found the Messiah and then another now told the guy who told him can anything good come from where? from Kabira Maido? Mm-hmm. praise the Lord hallelujah Is it, can anything good come from there? then when Jesus saw another now see this is an Israel indeed in whom there is no guile and he said Lord how do you know me? and he said before they came to see you, I saw you sitting under a tree. He knelt down and said, Sir, I want to get saved. Jesus released knowledge. He had information about him that under ordinary circumstances, he wouldn't know. There is that dimension of the Holy Spirit. It can provide you with information. About certain things. About people. Oh Lord help me. Are you hearing me? This anointing is given to protect you. The spirit of knowledge. Information. I say no. I'm telling you. Don't. Because in two weeks time. This is, this is going to happen. So please just hold back. And before even. After two weeks what happened? Exactly. This anointing comes to save you. But we have left it to the prophets and the apostles and a few pastors, the teachers. Yet this is much more needed in the church, which is you, than on the pulpit. Because nobody interacts with the world on a daily basis more than you, Dr. Felt. 
How many patients do you see in a day? Many. They flock. And all you do, you, you get a professor taught me this one. Okay. You apply. But there are some of them. Those who say, no, this one needles won't work. Tablets won't work. Lay your hand. Come out! Because the sickness is simulated by devils. That kind of information. Or there are certain things the books don't have. Somebody saying, I have in pain here on the front row. And the problem is the talk. I don't know if you get my point. There is, the Holy Ghost is out there to supply you with information that is outside the reach of man. Only the Holy Spirit. Things people don't see ordinarily. I hope I'm communicating to you. The spirit of what? Knowledge. These anointings will not work in your life unless you provoke it. I'm going to show you. The last one is what? The spirit of the fear of the Lord. What does this spirit do? It's the spirit that puts in you hatred for sin. Hatred for what? For sin. Now you'll understand me when I tell you that the Holy Spirit is the greatest advantage for a believer. After telling you all this, am I, am I making sense to you? Every help you need is in who? In the Holy Spirit. He said, I manifest. If you have an issue, you're always falling. Are you hearing me? You see, I've fallen again, Pastor. I've fallen again, Pastor. You are addicted to falling. Are you hearing me? Every time you're always falling over things, falling over things, falling over things. Look at him and say, neighbor, that falling is too much. Now that's called the spirit of falling. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Humanly speaking, because of the fall of man, our body wants to sin. You know that? Anybody here, your body doesn't. Let me see your hand. Even if you spoke in tongues a few minutes ago. That's why the Bible says, even as we are crying, that one day this body will be redeemed. That we are clothed with a spiritual body. So that the tendency hmm, for whiskey, are you hearing me? Say, Holy Spirit, help me. <laughs> hmm? And you start quoting scriptures. Timothy, for your stomach's sake, a little whiskey. <laughs> you can justify everything you want to. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. You forgive me. This guy has almost made me lose my voice here.
Have you ever seen the pasta drinking in a black flask? You are watching. This is not a concoction. You say, ah, that's why there is power there. Mm. I'm telling you, people can conclude things. Hey, so I have to be telling, be sure. Because hey, the one that comes and puts it there every Sunday, keeps it there. When you are done with this, you come with your small cup. It's hot water. Just there. I put it is that hard work. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> the spirit of the fear. Makes you do what? Makes you do what? The fear of God is what? Give it to me. Proverbs. 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 Give it to me in Proverbs. The fear of God. I know the one you know is wisdom. They say the fear of God is the beginning. Wisdom. Read it. What does it say? Fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Stop there. Let's stop there. Did you see that? This spirit caused you to begin to what? To hate evil. You hate evil. Everything you need to live a successful Christian life. Say, I have it. Say, I have it. Say, I have it. Say, I have it. Stand up. Why do you need the Holy Spirit? I say, why do you need the Holy Spirit? Say, he is my advantage. Do you know why he sent him to you? To make it easy for you to live the Christian life. Say, the Holy Spirit was sent to help me. So that my Christian life or my Christian walk can be easy. Jesus was invited for a party and they ran out of wine. You remember that? They ran out of wine. What did they do to Jesus? 
What did they do to Jesus? When they ran out of wine. They went to him. And told him. He is what? We are out of wine. If they had not. Provoked that anointing. They wouldn't have seen. Are you hearing? All these graces. They are where? Say they are in me. Say they are in me. What do you need to do? Provoke it. Provoke it. To provoke it. The Christian life is not hard. It's not difficult. What makes it difficult is because we haven't known the fellowship of who? Of the Holy Spirit. I decided to share this Isaiah 11, 1 and 2 to you to show to you that the advantage you have in this life is in who? In the Holy Spirit. For you to provoke these dimensions of the Holy Spirit, these are seven spirits, what causes that? Somebody say fellowship. Say fellowship. Say fellowship. You'll forgive me today. I don't know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know whether it's a different kind of anointing. I'm not sure. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hmm? Say never new levels. The days will come when we are blowing and demons will come out. It will happen one day. Praise the Lord. One time I was praying for some lady. Many years ago. It was tough. It was a youth service. It was a youth service. And I was casting out the devil. And I was sweating. So the sweat from my head dropped on her. I said, ah. I remember the scripture, the sweat of Jesus. See, that's the sweat of Jesus. The demon screamed and came out. Unfortunately, I didn't start a ministry called Sweat International. But I'm going to tell you the truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, I need the wisdom of God. I need the spirit of understanding. I need the spirit of counsel. I need the spirit of mind. I need the spirit of knowledge. Spirit of fear of the Lord and the Spirit of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, if we can provoke these dimensions of the Holy Ghost, you will be a wonder in your workplace, in your business. This is what makes believers stand out wherever they are. This is what makes believers. Because you graduate from the same school with the same degree. Whether first, first class, first class, second class, whatever it is. But the Holy Ghost upon your life is what turns your life to be admired. Praise Jesus. I say praise Jesus. How many of you want that operation in your life? Every one of you. Every one of us. I want to hear testimonies of what you have had today, this week in your life. This is my prayer. Are you hearing me? Say neighbor. Please don't come back here on Sunday. 
without that testimony. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. This is your advantage in this life. Why don't you? And you have limited God to that simple engineering anointing. From where? From Jamboko. Praise the Lord. I have a friend of mine. I know he's watching. When he comes here, he will testify. He's watching. How God did this. Out of nowhere. The wisdom of God. Caused him to rise above everybody else. And when he got to the workplace, the, the people became jealous. God said, I will deal with them. They started falling sick one by one, one, then leaving office. I'm not saying you pray that, but for this guy, for this guy, God dealt with the people like that. He said, Don't touch my word, my anointed. Say, Neighbor, I'm anointed. Don't touch me. Praise the Lord. But we have to believe God for these levels of manifestation. The wisdom, the spirit of knowledge. I'm telling you, it will make you a wonder. Praise the Lord. One day I went to pray for a family in uh, somewhere near Jokers Hotel. You know Jokers is where? Where you get it? Behind there. And I entered that house there. And as I was praying, I prayed I told the person, I said, who is Molly in this house? What happened? There's something between you. The Holy Spirit was giving information to him. Because I don't tell you everything. I said, how did you know? I said, how did I know? He said, I, mean, I don't, don't mind about what, how did I, is it there? I said, yes. I said, okay. You can't go to your place of work. The knowledge of God can come upon you. Are you hearing me? Businessman. Somebody comes to buy shoes and you see other things. You say, I, I can see you also need this. You need, and he buys the whole shop. Say, I'm telling the truth. This is what God gave us to win in life. More in the marketplace than here on the pulpit. You need it there. You need it there. Then you're busy admiring. Ah, I wish. And you want to use a microphone. You don't need a microphone. Say, we, we are enough. For us, we are holding microphone. We don't want any more people on the boat with you. Ah, somebody say, Praise the Lord. We want more people down there in the marketplace. Are you hearing me? Manifesting this dimension of the Holy Spirit. This is what is going to make a difference. This is what is going to make a difference. If you're here, you're not born again. You want Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. It starts from there. That wisdom comes. Number one, when you connect God by giving yourself. Anybody here? You have never given your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus. Number two, you could be there. You, you are not sure. You are up and down, to and fro. Say, Pastor, I want to be sure that I'm born again. Sometimes I wake up, I think I'm not saved. Then some days I think I'm saved. I want to pray with you. Anyone there? And then the third people is someone who says, Pastor, I want to be in this church here. Let me tell you, until you are connected to a ministry, to a church, you cannot share the grace that overrides that church. That's a spiritual truth. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
You need to be planted so you can do what? You can grow. Hmm? You need to be planted so you can grow. Planted, you can grow. In case you're there, I'll also pray with you. Let's lift our hands together. Say, Holy Spirit, you are my advantage. You are my advantage. This afternoon, I want to say sorry for ignoring you, not involving you in my daily activity. Yet you are here to help me. Holy Spirit, I am sorry. From today, I'll be intentional. I'll be deliberate in involving you in all the affairs of my life. You are my advantage. There is nothing going on around my life, in my life, that you cannot handle. Please help me to enter into the fellowship that will provoke the manifestation of these graces in my life. I want to shine for you. Precious Holy Spirit, here I am, beginning today. Let's start a deeper walk together with you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Ask your neighbor, whom are you clapping for? If it is for the Holy Spirit, better clap for him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I'm waiting for your testimony. This very week, I say I'm waiting for your testimony. The wisdom of God. Are you hearing me? That which has been for years, God will give you a solution to it. That's the wisdom of the divine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say amen. Ask your neighbor. Are you going to apply the truth of the word? Oh, you want another someone? Praise the Lord. Let us be doers of what? Of the word. Let us be doers of the word. Now, those who have cars, whether you have a bicycle, we even boda boda, praise the Lord. There are stickers there. Praise the Lord. You put it behind there. If you don't have anything, you walk, put it on your back. Just stick it on what? Jacket. Praise the Lord. Jesus what? Jesus loves you. Amen. Yeah. Get a special jacket. The one you put on for walking. Praise the Lord. You put it there. Let's spread the news. Let's spread. I hope we have it there at the reception. Where? Did you have it there? Praise the Lord. As many of you have cars, put it there. Those who want to have the full sticker placed on your rear screen, they can make that for you and you'll be able to yeah just put it there spread the love of jesus spread the love of jesus spread the love come to somebody say you're blessed you're highly fervent and god is with you turn to another one tell them if you want to give your life to jesus you want to join the ministry you want to be prayed for special especially come and see me right here hallelujah get the third person tell them you're blessed highly fervent and God is with you. We love you. May the angel of the Lord go before you. Have the best week ever. 
please apply the truth of God's word in Jesus name amen